Welcome to Live the Life, a podcast that inspires and educates everyday people to take action and choose to live the life of their dreams. Hey guys, I'm Kathleen Holt. And I am Marissa Holt. We're just a normal couple that believes a life worth living is one rooted in health, fun, love, and abundance. Let's be real, it will not always be easy, but it's totally worth it. So let's jump right in and together get to a place where we can honestly say, I'm I'm living living the life. life. Welcome back, guys, to another episode. This is a Wednesday episode with Marissa, and on Wednesdays, I'm just going to get real with you guys about some topic, and today, guys, I just want to be real about your mental health and what it actually takes (laughs) to do the things that science suggests to do to help you be mentally healthy. And the reason this is coming up for me is because it is now November, and the episode Kathleen and I did for Monday this week which was just our recap from the wedding is the first episode I've done in like over a month and Kathleen and I when going through doing these episodes and recording this podcast um, over the course of the past two years we've taken little breaks in terms of the days that she would do podcasts with me and when we would do but I was always consistent I was always still doing at least the one on the Wednesday because I love this. It brings me so much joy. And also, like I said, for me on Wednesdays, I've it's evolved and adjusted, but it's become this thing where it's like on Wednesdays, I just be real with myself and with you guys about this. This is the reality of how this works. <laughs> and for mental health stuff, um, it's very, very helpful for me. Every single time I sit down and I get real about whatever the topic is, but it helps me become aware of it. So today I was like, all right, let's be real about the mental health stuff because the truth is, and I shared a bit about this on in the podcast on Monday, is that like October for me was just crazy. It was crazy for me probably coming down after the wedding. There was like this crazy high and then there was a low. Um, I, I have in my past done drugs like molly and from a place of like diving into more like the self-awareness side i've never really been a crazy drug or like alcohol party person um but you know me i love the deep self-awareness stuff i love driving diving into that and so like i've noticed i noticed and this sounds so weird and i've talked to my therapists about this and it was like i was like it literally felt like my brain chemicals were depleted after the wedding the same way they would be after I've done Molly, where just like my brain's like had these crazy high and then just crashed. And I don't know if it was a combination of just the crazy planning leading up to it, doing that, like planning the wedding, all then the hype around that, processing a bunch of emotions. I was like, leading up to it, I was telling my therapist, I was like, I just need to like not fall apart because I know there's also a lot of scary emotions and just stories still in my head about that it's not okay for me to be getting married to a woman. There's still sometimes like the story comes up of terms of like, yeah, well, like, and like I knew my family, a bunch of my family was not going to be there and just like what that meant. And so I was processing that and then I was starting teaching at Algonquin again uh, for the fitness and health promotion and I have 92 students this semester and I was like, holy crap, that's a lot. And then just juggling my regular personal training and life coaching clients and then also just trying to take care of myself as we're going into October and November where there's less sunlight, things start to get cold and it's just like, holy crap. So for me... October was really challenging. Uh, mental health definitely went through a whole bunch of roller coasters. And then um, 
hit a point where I probably was just felt like I was couldn't stop crying or couldn't be in a good place for probably like four or five days and then got really sick so <laughs> I ended up getting COVID and like my body shut down like so it's been a ride um and I don't know where you're at. You may be like, oh yeah, I got the physical sickness part and I'm exhausted there and that's affecting my mental health. Maybe it's the sunlight. Maybe it's the that you've also got a bunch of crazy stuff going on. Maybe you're going through some highs and lows. Maybe you're just dealing with some really intense uh, thoughts or emotions. Whatever it is, I know that especially going into November, it gets October, November, like when it's darker, it starts to get colder. It's that much harder for everyone. So... I just wanted to kind of go back to simple mental health things that science shows are helpful and that if you do will help make it better and if you don't do will definitely make it worse. So even if it doesn't fix everything by not doing these things, it will make it worse, right? Like there's different levels of (laughs) mental health stuff and I know I've been through it and if you're someone who deals with this too, then you'll feel it. Like there's sometimes where it's like, oh yeah, like this is a little uncomfortable and there's other times where like this friggin sucks um so be like be gentle with yourself in terms of like you probably won't be able to get all of these in and do it all perfectly especially if this is something that you're currently struggling with it with but like start trying to focus on the ones that you do have the time for especially because it's going to make such a difference so let's dive right into these so first thing when it comes to your mental health that's gonna be super super important is going to be your sleep And there's a couple different things that I want to just highlight around this uh, in terms of like you're you getting a proper circadian rhythm. You need to make sure that you're getting sunlight in the morning when you get up and it doesn't even have to be direct like sun on your skin. As long as you're outside, even if it's dark, even if like the sun's just starting to come up, like that's going to be huge for you. And Yes, like I have a, a happy light, which actually broke. So now I call it my side light. <laughs> um, so I'm we're getting I'm getting another one. So like those, if that can be really, really helpful if you just can't get outside for whatever reason. But making sure you get that sunlight in the morning. Um, and I was actually listening to a podcast with the Huberman Lab. And they were saying to also make sure you actually get it in the afternoon and right before the evening is also super helpful for making sure that you have that circadian rhythm set. Um, so the sunlight's one part. And then the second part too is making sure you have darkness. So we've talked about before like turn off your phone turn off your screen like two three hours before bed so you start to create darkness and then also just make sure your room is dark there's no lights on there's no things on the background like let yourself be in darkness and uh, Andrew Huberman said to have it be for a minimum of eight hours so if you're in bed sleeping for eight hours in a dark room you're gonna get that but like your body needs to feel when it's daytime and when it's nighttime to help you regulate your hormones so you actually can feel alive and awake when you need to and not be zonked and exhausted. And so sleep, like do the morning sunlight, do the evening dark, but the whole point of that is to help you be able to get to this place where you then actually really get good sleep anyways. Um, so with that, get your sleep in. Whatever it is, figure out what you feel best with. But for most people, it's somewhere between seven and nine hours of sleep. I've been right now sleeping nine hours. My my sleep schedule, I know like I have an hour and a half is how long I have a cycle for. So seven and a half hours I feel pretty good at and the nine hours I feel pretty good at. Uh, I've been sleeping though. 
I've literally been sleeping like nine hours every night and then usually in the day taking somewhere between a 45 minute to an hour nap just because that's where my body's been at and when I was sick I was sleeping even more but like you got to figure it out if you're not sleeping good luck with your brain being able to function it's just not going to happen so sleep super important on the flip side also being aware of not oversleeping because I know for me that also really affects me I'll get to this place where I get really really sluggish so on the flip side then if you notice you're someone who's trying to oversleep get up just start going out for walks just getting yourself moving that will also start to make it a little bit easier so sleep's one second thing I want to talk to you guys about is movement and nutrition and I just briefly mentioned walks but like it doesn't matter too much when it comes to your mental health in terms of exactly how you're moving as long as you're moving right like so somewhere between 150 plus minutes of cardiovascular activity per week so if three days a week you're going out for a really really brisk walk for almost an hour or doing some kind of like a light jog it doesn't have to be anything crazy intense but like just get yourself to the place where you feel like you're like you, you could talk but like only a couple words at a time um so it's not like you're completely out of breath but also not just like a walk where you could talk and carry on a conversation the whole time resistance training is also amazing especially for the long term uh for your health but at the end of the day you just got to get yourself moving right so when it comes to mental health if you're like i don't know what exercise routine to do i don't know what's going on like and you just can't get that in just start by doing the walks or like the the light jogs and then you can also just start start to add in some body weight resistance stuff and then optimally get onto a actual resistance training program but I know what it's like when you're in a place where your mental health's not great. You're just like, okay, how do you want me to do all this stuff? So just make it simple. Get yourself out walking to the easiest possible thing. That'll help. So movement, important, obviously. Nutrition, same thing. I'm just going to keep this simple. Eat more of the real foods. And getting also a good amount of healthy fats is going to be really, really amazing for brain function. So like you can have like your omega-3s are going to be really, really helpful from the supplement side. You can do that. Um, And then good quality, like you could get some like good quality fish could be in there. Um, And then side note on that, your B12 and your vitamin D from a supplement perspective, those will also be huge. But like just don't overcomplicate the food stuff. Go back to whole foods right? Find yourself, if it's a, if it's in a box or a container or something where it's already been made, like just be aware of all the extra stuff that's in there and how that really does affect your brain function. So healthy fats for sure. And then generally on the higher on the protein side, uh, that will also be helpful for regulating hormones, will help with energy, will help decrease brain fog because if your brain's not working well, same thing, good luck trying to be in a good mental space. So you got those, you know about the food stuff, you know about the movement stuff. If you want to go back to our previous episodes, you can also look into a whole bunch of stuff around what to do around that. Um, and then I just kind of wanted to touch on like, like, yes, that was like your sleep, your movement, your nutrition. Those are kind of your basic things, but there's, there's so much power and there's so much amazing just like being, I don't know, I don't know how to say this, but like being around animals or people who are in this settled regulated good mental health space is so important for you and for your body and something that 
I know like so like we all know social connection is good but the huge thing about this is it's not about the quantity it's about the quality so just throwing yourself around a ton of people all the time might temporarily make you feel better just because like you're not stuck in your own space but it's not actually going to help heal you and bring you back to this place of being settled like when you're actually around people where you have that quality connection and where like you feel like you're actually with a person and you're with yourself that's what's going to heal you and help bring you back to a place where you're in a more regulated system that's going to be what's going to help you get to a place where then you can actually help your mind calm and feel safe and then think the thoughts that you want to think and it can be with people it can be with animals but like just being aware of who you're surrounding yourself with and also potentially where you might have to set some boundaries around people who are not regulated or tend to cause more stress to you just especially like right now like I've I love my family and I haven't been able to really communicate or talk to my my parents or some of my siblings too much recently just because I don't have the capacity to do that and do all the other things in my life. And so that and that's not it's not that it's right or it's wrong, it's just that that's where I'm at right now. And yes, I wish I was stronger. I wish I had more mental health. I wish I had more of this ability to regulate myself and feel like I'm good enough and I'm safe and I'm ground. But the reality is right now I don't. And my headspace keeps crashing and my heart just keeps breaking and and I just don't have the time and space and energy to just keep bringing that up again and again. So there's certain people who I'm setting boundaries around where I'm not spending as much time with them. I'm also not going out to a certain events or outings if I feel like I don't have the capacity just to be around people who, even if they're not negative on my system, how they impact me, even if they're just not positive, then I just don't have time for just the extra stuff. So that's kind of once what I wanted to bring you back to like my final point with this is realizing like when you get to this point where if you're finding yourself mental health is starting to be challenged starting to be overwhelmed it's not about saying how can I remove one or two things from my life and my schedule it's literally about being like all right how can I just let everything go and pick the things that are the most important and start with that because it, like it's, it's really what it is is it's it's stress reduction because for me anyways my capacity to function drops so much when my mental health is off and so all the things I can normally do when I'm feeling like myself, when I'm grounded and regulated and have normal amounts of energy, I can't do that. So it's not about being like, okay, you know what, I'll just do a couple less workouts and maybe I do see a little less friends this weekend. Maybe I'll like, I literally have to scrap everything. Well, in this case, my body, when it got sick, it scrapped everything. And now I'm like re-picking up one at a time the things I have to do, but I'm picking up in order of what's the most important. And so this is the thing is like, the important things for me right now are not trying to see all the people. It's about connecting to those few people who are really, really important to me. It's spending time with Kathleen and Loki. There's a couple friends who I've called or gone on walks with. Some of them, I'm there for them because they're super important to me and I want to be there for them. Some of them, I'm if they, if they don't need me to be there for them right now, then like I won't. I won't be in contact with them right now just I just don't have the capacity and then when I look at like I mentioned before um just in terms of when I got sick and like my body is just so tired so like maybe it was here to my nose like I'm still all stuffed up like I can't do the same workouts I used to do 
So the first workouts I did, going back, it was like two little 15 minute workouts and I was so sore the next day. And like even saying that, I'm like, oh my gosh, Marissa, like you, you should be able to do more. I'm like, but I can't, my body can't, right? So like my workouts, I'm just starting to sprinkle them a little bit at a time. When and then I look at the things that I've committed to, like my social media, I've absolutely just taken, and most of October too, just took a step back because the amount of mental and emotional energy it was taking to do reflections of the day, do posts, it's just not there, right? And so then now getting, as I'm starting to get settled back in and I'm starting to like reboot my system, like what are the most important things? And it's going back to like the things that my body can handle and I can physically and mentally handle in terms of doing those basics. So it's going back to really, really consistent routines around getting for like those morning walks, right? Making sure that I'm getting really good quality sleep so I'm doing way less on my phone I'm way less on screens because I can't handle that I can't it brings me out of my body it throws me off it disconnects me and and I just can't handle that right now so this is it is like you have to be so real with yourself about what is it is realistic for you to be able to handle and to actually still be able to stay grounded and what things are you going to try to do and it's just going to be too much and then you're just going to end up completely disconnected from yourself you're going to completely throw off your mental health and everything is just going to kind of crumble so like there's so many things you can do to help yourself feel better and they're simple and so many of them are cost free but they're also take effort to do so with all that if you're someone who's noticing yourself right now in this place where you're finding it a little bit more challenging on the mental health side please go back to these things Focus on your sleep. Get a good, healthy sleep schedule. Get your sunlight in. Create the darkness at night. Get nutrients into your body and have those good foods. Make sure that you're moving because that's so important. Be around real people who you really feel connected with or real animals who you really feel connected with rather than just a bunch of random. And then reduce your stress. Reduce all the things that you feel like you have to do in good and no, no. Like what are those few most important things that I actually have to do, let everything else go. And that's okay. It'll come later. I'm literally right now sitting in my room and there is a whole bunch of stuff everywhere that has to be picked up and put away because the priority is not make sure my room is spotless and clean. The priority is get myself out for the little walk. (laughs) The priority is not like the other day I'd had my, (laughs) my therapy session. I sat down with my therapist and I was like, I'm here, I'm showered. I was like, but I haven't done my makeup or my face or uh, brushed my hair because that just took too much time and energy for what I had today. And that's okay, right? Like you're gonna, we're all gonna have these days and we're all gonna have times where it's gonna be a little bit more challenging, but it's just about like figure out what you can do, focus on those simple things and start from there. And one last little tool I just wanna give you, like that thing that's gonna help in the moment, is going back to your breath and specifically just going back to like a physiological sigh where you're just like you take a breath in and then you just do and just let your body breathe because that one little thing is going to help you calm down just enough so you can start go doing and focusing on those other things I just talked about but yes it's funny I was totally told myself today I was like this is gonna be like a five to ten minute episode it's now turned into a 20 minute episode and that's okay because I know when I start talking (laughs) I have to remind myself or I just kind of sometimes ramble but today it really felt like I just had to remind myself how important these things are 
and how much they do work. And I can tell you, I've experienced the difference. I know millions of other people in the world have also experienced the difference. So take the breath, take the sigh, pick the one thing and go back to those basic, those simple things. Do that consistently for three days, for a week. And you know that you will start, please know that you will start to feel more settled. You will start to feel more like yourself. Your brain will come back to more of a peaceful place and you will start to feel more alive and less heaviness. So I'm sending you all my love. Uh, I'm going through this as well. (laughs) I'm in this space where I'm coming back to this, where I start to feel like myself. And it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be easy, but whenever we show up, whenever we try, we know that eventually we will get ourselves to this place where we do feel so much better, so much healthier physically and especially mentally. So wishing you so much love today. Hope that these tips were helpful and have, yeah, have a great day. Have a great week and keep living the life. Thank you guys so, so, so much for listening. And we're so grateful for you and that we get to do this journey with you. If you want to stay connected, you can follow us on Instagram or join our Facebook group. Until next time, keep living the life.